Today it's Rand Delicious. Welcome to the SEO Rand. I am your host, Rory Overseas. You might know me better as Wix's FSEO Branding. I'll remind you, this podcast is absolutely nothing to do with that. This is pure unofficial Morty Magic and Morty Mania. Where can you find official Morty Magic and Morty Mania? You can find that at the Surps Up Podcast, which is over at Wix.com slash learn slash SEO. There's a slash SEO slash learn slash SEO slash learn slash podcast. I should know that. Where you can also subscribe to our newsletter, Searchlight where you can also read a bunch of great articles or sign up for webinars. Why am I pitching this? Because it's my damn show. I'll pitch whatever the hell I want. When does the SEO rant come out? Typically, I don't know. Typically, I don't know. Like every other week now, I've kind of moved to a bi-weekly. Is it bi-weekly or bi-monthly? You always screw that up. Once every other week on Thursday or Friday. So subscribe so you don't have to figure out when I'm putting out a new episode. Today, for your listening pleasure, she's the head of SEO, the SEO manager at Captivate, which is a podcast platform, which we should all be using. So another pitch, because my show, and I'll pitch what I want. She's also the host of the SEO Mindset Pod, which is an absolutely amazing podcast. The whole idea is absolutely awesome. She's Sarah McDowell. She's also a legend and an SEO guru, by the way. No, you said the word. You said Sorry, the word. an expert, SEO expert, guru, legend. <laughs> I mean, all of the words, all, all of the of words. Them. Anything, <laughs> anything that fits for a LinkedIn profile. <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. you going to sell me links? Uh, always, always. That's, that's what legends it. and gurus and SEO experts seem to do. All yeah, day do you need, do you need them? Do you need, do you need yeah, them? Desperately. Yeah, desperately. Yeah, yeah I, I like some really bad websites, like you know, twenty click de- depth. If you could. Yeah. Yep, yeah, you got those? yeah, spammy. I, I've got mm-hmm. it. Like, do awesome. not worry. You, nice. you're, you're, you're in the right hands. <laughs> cool. You ever, you ever like, you ever take like an old like Philly cigar and dump out the tobacco and then like roll, roll, roll your links in it and smoke it that way? Um, I'm gonna try. Yeah. Obviously, so, like, you know the old blunt. I, I trust you, Mordy. Like, yeah, you that's know, how anything. I prefer to consume my my links. I'm I'm a little bit confused what's going on right now. I'm I don't know. You were lie. selling me something and I was assuming it was either drugs or links. <laughs> and I sort of combined the two. Well, yes. Um, yeah. Who who knows? Whatever you want, Bordy, you can have. I've got awesome. It. What I want is <laughs> your podcast. Where can people find it? Oh, awesome. Yes. So we are everywhere. So all the major um, podcasts playing apps and platforms <coughs> we are there just search the seo mindset um you can also go to the seo mindset.co.uk forward slash listen because handily there's um basically a directory of all yeah where you can find our podcast on spotify amazon music uh, so you just select the one that you want um so there's a handy thing um but yeah subscribe and then you'll be notified of all new episodes that go out it's a great podcast. Like the whole idea is life is hard. Yes. Shit happens. Yeah. We're at SEO. Let's talk about it. Um, yes. I mean, so the SEO Mindset podcast has been going for over a year, wow. which is exciting. Um, I think we're nearly at 50 episodes, um, but we just saw a gap. Thank you. Um, we just we saw a gap in the market. So obviously, there's a lot of great SEO podcasts out there that tell you how to do SEO or like keeps you up to date with the latest. However, we couldn't. Yeah, what we found wasn't 
was there wasn't a podcast that was just purely focused on personal development, career growth, mental health, right? Um, so yeah, me and my co-host Tasman Sullivan, we just got chatting and something that we found is that in SEO, um, we all suffer with imposter syndrome, burnout, um, not believing in ourselves, anxiety, like all of these things. So we were like, we need to- Check, check, need- check, yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we all do. Um, So yeah, so the podcast was born and it's great because yeah, every episode is just an open and honest, transparent conversation about all these things that are happening, all these feelings that we have. And it's either me and Tasman, we're researching and we're talking about a topic or we invite guests. And it's just great because it's just, we have a platform where we can open up taboo topics do you know what I mean or topics yep. that don't often get spoken yes, about 100%. and as long as people are feel less alone and that yeah like other people are feeling this way it's not just you um and That's... also sorry I'm, no 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 go 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 I'm, I'm doing my pitch you know because I feel sorry I am so sorry passionate about it no so no don't sorry. apologize um but also what's quite cool is I've got friends I've got friends that's a weird <laughs> that I've is cool that's so I've, cool thank you uh that don't work in what's SEO, that like but, by the way what having friends yeah I'm your friend Maudie oh okay cool go. oh now I understand what it's like okay cool it's such a wonderful thing then <laughs> it's touching um but yeah I've got friends who don't work in SEO and they listen to the podcast because the topics that we're talking about are really relevant across the board and yes we uh, give examples and experiences from like the SEO industry or mine and Tasman's experience because we've worked I work in SEO Tasman's worked in SEO um but it's quite cool because like other people can access it as well so yeah that that's the SEO mindset absolutely and like literally what you said before about you realize you're not alone and other people have the same experience is so valuable as a human being. I appreciate that so much. Yeah. Anyway, today we're not talking about that. Oh, kind of maybe we are. Today we're talking about being an ally in the S it being an LGBTQ plus ally in the SEO and marketing spaces and what that means. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And yeah, this is um, another passion of mine, um, talking about this subject, because, yeah, I think we can all as marketers, as SEOs, uh, as humans, I suppose, we can all do our bit um, to support the LGBTQ plus ally, sorry, to support the LGBTQ plus community and be an ally. There we go. That's what I was meant to say. So, yeah, um, it's an important topic to talk about. Absolutely. And I know we're actually doing this on SEO chat this week. Also, when I say this week, I meant, I mean, the week of this recording. So if you show up on Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for SEO chat, this will not be the topic. <laughs> also, another plug for another thing that I'm doing. So Terrible. many plugs. Love yeah, it. So, so many plugs. But I, where do you want to start? Like, what, what, what comes into focus for you? What's on your mind when you, when you bring this topic up? What's important for people to know about? Yeah, I mean, so there's there's quite, I suppose there's a lot um, that we can be thinking about or um, a lot that we can be doing. Um, but most of the time, it's not it's not hard stuff. It's just a change of, of mindset, I suppose. Um, so first things first is I'm going to I'm going to say a big swanky word. I'm going to say the word compulsory heterosexuality. Okay. Um, and we need to come away from that idea 
we need to come away from that mindset. And what I mean by compulsory heterosexuality is that we believe everyone's heterosexual or straight until we say otherwise, when that's not really the case nowadays. We need to stop thinking about that. Like there's so much wonderful diverse variety in the in society um so first things first we need to stop thinking about that and there's just so many ways that we can show up for the lgbtq plus community and just as a caveat i'm very aware that um so i did a talk about this at brighton seo and i was i was worried um, because obviously I can only speak from my experience as a lesbian woman. Um, I don't represent the whole LGBTQ plus um, community, right? But I didn't want the fear of that to stop me talking about something that was really important. Like we all make mistakes. We're all human. Okay. Um, so I always say that whenever I'm talking about this, if I ever make a mistake or say something that's not quite right, I'm happy to learn. I'm happy to be like called out because that's the way that you learn so rather than getting defensive be like okay I didn't realize I'll do better next time uh, so there's my caveat but yeah it's just um <laughs> we can be we can be better marketeers by um thinking about using inclusive language and imagery right um so inclusive language so ra rather than um mum and dad parent instead of um son daughter child um you've also got um rather than um he or she they right there's lots of inc more inclusive language that we can be using on our websites um and imagery as well so um one thing that we can do for the community is representing them so when they come across an article a newsletter a website page um there's imagery that's showing the, the society. And if you search online um, for, I don't know, um, LGBTQ plus friendly stock imagery or diverse imagery, there's lots of options out there. Um, the example that I always give is Vice have a really good um, stock gallery. Um, and yeah, they, they've covered the board for like work, technology, lifestyle. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the first part is being more inclusive with your language and image images across the board. So any content that you're putting out there. The image is really important. I think like for, and I think it's, it, it applies to so many things. If you were, I, when I, I was talking with Crystal Carter about this the other week, month, I'm terrible all time. If you search for wedding, an image search in Google, you're going to get your very typical Christian wedding. Yeah. A Jewish person. I do not relate. I don't know what that is. Um, but there, there's so images, are, images are one very, very powerful. So yeah. you may have the words on the page and then the image and the words might be very inclusive, but the image is not to me yes. as, as someone who consumes content, that image is literally a thousand times more powerful. Oh, a hundred percent. Like we're visual beings, aren't we? And it needs to, your image, um, the language that you're using needs to, um, marry up with the images that you're using. So a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, there are other things as well. So another thing, um, that I talk about is making sure that you're not alienating people. Um, and that's with your website security practices and, uh, questions that you're asking people when they're signing up for stuff. So for example, um, a security practice, we need them. They, they, they protect your website. I'm not saying get rid of them, but just make sure that the questions that you're asking to identify someone, 
they don't alienate. So an example of that is um, what is your mother's maiden name, right? I've seen that mm. a couple of times. Not everyone has a mother because someone might have two fathers, Correct. okay? Uh, so that's just one example. Um, there's another one where if you're asking information when people are signing up, a big one is gender, right? So gender is such a personal it's so, so personal. It's very, for... it's such a funny question to get sometimes. Mm. Mm. Gender, race, religion, they're like, they're very interesting. Like, do, I, do you really need to ask that? Yeah, right exactly. Now? And that's, and that's the thing that I say is that um, if only ask this question or those questions, if you need it. Okay. If you're just having it there, cause you're like, Oh, I might use it in the future. Just, just ax it, get rid of it. Um, if you do need it and I get sometimes you might need to know someone's gender, explain why, because if you're giving someone the reasons why you need this information, one, they're going to feel more comfortable giving it. And two, they can be more accurate in the information that they give. So all you need is when you've got that bit of your form, you just need like a bit of an explainer text of this is why we need this information and this is what's going to happen to it. Um, also, make sure that you've got um, options that like support the whole society. So I've seen examples where it's just male female other if you don't identify as female or male and the only other thing that you've got is other that doesn't make you feel great you're other <laughs> what is that do you know what i mean it's, it's, like, kind of, it's kind of like there's us and then there's you yeah yeah <clears throat> mm. sorry i've uh i've lost all the moisture in my mouth because I've that's when so i have passionate. too much moisture in my mouth because my cold so we have the <laughs> opposite ends of the problem just um, so what's much better is if, um, like, if you can ask for pronouns, okay, um, and say, like, um, explain what they are, explain how they're going to be used and give all the options of um, uh, he, him, she, her, they, them, let me type, because there might not be an option that you've given. Um, you could also, if you can, give people an option to say, I prefer not to say um mm. because yeah um and that's yeah. much more inclusive um so you, i like yes. that option yeah oh uh, yeah so, I, I think why I don't, I don't understand why maybe like you're why, why you're even asking people half the time yeah so the biggest thing is only ask if you're if you need it and if you need it explain why always explain why um another way that we can be more inclusive and be more of an ally is not jumping on the pride bandwagon okay um so it's really interesting so pride happens every year in june and it's really interesting to see like what happens and the backlash that some companies get sometimes um so obviously if you want to support and get involved for pride um, because you want to support the community that's great but don't get involved if your purpose is to make money or to like you know slap on a rainbow right and and sell products um make sure that you're getting involved for the right reasons um and you can kind of tell when companies get it yeah. wrong and right um so a couple of years back um there was a certain big retailer in the UK who brought out an LGBT sandwich. Um, so obviously playing on the BLT, but calling it LGBT. And um, to be fair to them, they did, yeah, 
money did go to charity um for like a certain amount of the sandwich did go to charity but it didn't sit right with some people because they thought it was like slacktivism like like this retailer this big retailer had the money and resource to do something that was more impactful in support but they just went with doing a sandwich and it just it didn't feel quite that it very supportive like whereas if you um compare that to starbucks uh so starbucks a few years ago they did a great campaign called um say my name or what's my name something like that and basically they worked with a um a trans charity called mermaids um and they wanted to show uh, so they did a, a campaign where they wanted to show that if you're presenting a new name for the first time, so when you go to your favorite coffee shop, it doesn't have to be Starbucks, Costa, Nero, whatever, like that can be so big if you're presenting a new name for the first time. Um, and that campaign went down really well because like Starbucks was like, okay, we have a platform to put across a really good message. Yes, they raise money for Mermaid's charity and all of this stuff, um, but it felt that they were doing it for more of the right reasons. And you, can you see the difference? Yeah, you can totally see and the, the difference. Yeah. And it, it's, it's super transparent. And in, in all cases, I, there was a thing in, um, it was the NFL, which is ironic. So what they were doing, and they, they always kind of do this, they kind of show like, because a lot of their base is a little bit more right-wing. Yeah. And left wing. So they were trying to show like we love the army and they have like, you know, the players and the, the coaches, you know, on the sidelines are all wearing camouflage hats or whatever it was. But it's obvious what's going on is yeah. that the, the, the U.S. Armed Forces is one of the biggest sponsors of the NFL. So right. like, do you really care? I'm not saying you should or shouldn't care in that particular case or not. But it's super obvious what you're doing, or like um, Black Lives Matter. Like the second, like okay, well, we'll throw something, we'll we'll throw a logo in the touchdown uh, end zone. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I know what you're doing. Yeah, it's yeah. super obvious, and I think when it gets a little bit more, when brands go like those things are like obvious of all the obvious. When brands yeah. think okay, we'll do something nice, but they're doing it maybe like. It's a once in a lifetime thing. It's not part of their brand tone, their brand voice, their brand yes, positioning, yeah. and identity. That's what I'm looking for. Their brand identity as a whole, and that means like, it means like if I, I, we're gonna focus, let's say like on uh, I don't know on uh, uh, LGBTQ plus, right? But they're not concerned about accessibility. Like that's weird. Like why are you concerned yeah. about that but not that? Maybe yeah. you're just like, this is maybe like super popular or like super trendy. So we're going to jump on that bandwagon, but this one's not. So we won't, you can sort yeah. of see when a brand has a much more holistic approach to all of these kinds of issues, not just this one particular issue. And I think that's what separates a brand from uh, a brand that's doing a, you know, more organic job of it versus like, yeah. okay, like let's get some good PR from this. Yeah. Let's jump on this because it's big. It's trending. Like we can be yeah. seen. Yeah, I want to jump back to something you were talking about before about the the forms because I think okay. like something that brands and people or whoever don't realize that when you put something on a form, and I have a great story just reading about about this. I don't think people always realize the implications of what they're subtly saying when they put it. The fact that it's even on the form to begin with, and I'll go back to another sports example. I am so sorry. So Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's home run record. 
back in the, no, no, I should know this, right? I'm going to say it's 1970. I don't know. I'm terrible with the years. In the late, late 60s. Um, Babe Ruth was a white dude. Hank Aaron was playing in the Deep South during the, uh, like, the Jim Crow era. Right. Bunch of white people were not happy that a black person was breaking Babe Ruth's record. And right. they used to get okay. death threats and all these kind of things. So I'm reading a book all about this. And the, the person who's writing the book is a friend of his. Hank Aaron passed away, but is a, um, a journalist friend of his. Okay. And the journalist himself was one of the first black sports journalists covering like a, a major sports team. And, okay. and he came on a, a, um, a scouting card. So when scouts go out to see a high school player, they have like the name, the position, you know, their notes, and they wrote on the bottom of a, a box race. It's like, why, why is this here? Yeah. Yeah. And one of the big things that Hank Aaron fought against and that this journalist showed to Hank Aaron was it feels like there's a quota in baseball. Like we'll yeah. only let X number of black athletes in. And there's yeah. been a whole controversy around this for years and numbers have actually been going down. Even today, like the numbers are terrible. The mere fact that they, you could say, well, just a, just a checkbox. Why was it there to begin with? And I'm not saying it's nefarious mm. in a lot of these situations where the people are asking, but I think what you don't realize is that it can be definitely taken in a nefarious way. And sometimes yeah. maybe it is actually nefarious. Yeah. Yeah, you make such a good point you make such a good point and yeah it doesn't it feels I don't know it just makes you feel a bit weird doesn't it I feel I it's a little bit creepy a bit yeah a bit, a bit creepy. creepy a bit creepy. I remember filling out it's like for college like financial aid paperwork and they get they get in at least in the U.S. they get really into it I'm like this yeah. is like uncomfortable yeah like, like why do you why do you care if I'm Jewish yeah, what's going? And what's what's so happening weird. here? It's so weird, isn't it? Because it's just got me thinking about like all the companies and brands that have personal information about you as well. Like, that, I mean, that's a whole different kettle of fish, and I'm going down a bit of a rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, you're you're totally right. You're totally right. You need to be careful about the message or what you're say in between the lines of yeah. what you're putting on you yeah yeah and you it's might not important. even realize it I, I, time is, is is dwindling away on us but i, I want to ask like another question I'm, i've been thinking about because azim and andy jarvis mentioned this at their yes they both mentioned it or definitely azim mentioned it that being inclusive is just good for your bottom line because you're not excluding people who are in your audience and <laughs> yes. from a marketing point of view that just makes logical sense. Yeah. How do you feel about like, okay, I'm a brand and okay. I'm going to do this because I realize it's good business. Okay. So, I mean, at the end of the day, businesses need to make money. Okay. They need to pay staff. They, and I get that. The bottom line matters. They need to bring money into the business and stuff. Um, so I get the point that like, if you're inclusive, it makes sense because you are, attracting and you're talking to everyone in society I suppose um so yeah like no one's ever asked me that question before so I'm just trying to think how how I feel about it I saw, um 
You come yeah. here for the hard questions. <laughs> the hard questions. <laughs> the hard questions. And and I suppose like yeah, it's important because we're talking about showing up and representing the whole society. And I know that like um my um this talk is LGBTQ plus, right? Or this, yeah, or like the talks that I do or the subject is focused on that. Um, but it is important to to show up and support everyone and make sure that um it, it makes sen- it's sensible, right, to know who's in your audience. Okay. Like who who is your persona? Who are you talking to? Because you might be like alienating a whole group and because you're alienating a whole group you're not they're not using your products and services right um so yeah like it's important to do because like we all need stuff I mean yeah I mean do do we need I, 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 t- I tend to need things I am needed yeah. I need things. yeah I just I just think you're like going down a materialistic route here um but everyone in society need certain stuff right so make sure that they're aware of um what products and services they've got so something else that I say is um if you've got products and services for the LGBTQ plus community uh do your research make sure that you're using the terminology that the community is using for that certain service or product because then like you can optimize and you can make sure that like people within that community can find the stuff that's for them. Yeah. Like that makes like logical sense. I mean, we're, we're SEOs. We talk about keywords. We talk about intent. Like, yeah, it's important to do your research and um, yeah, you use the lingo, find out what, like what the community are using for certain, for certain things. I guess the net, like the net result is a positive, right? Because at least now publicly where in whatever the, the case is that, that language and that way of speaking and that inclusivity is, is out there in the public and it becomes part yeah. of the dialogue and becomes part of the conversation and others adopt it. And it, it, I guess at the end of the day, they might just be doing smart. Like if someone were saying, you know, like I'm like, I'm not going to be anti-Semitic anymore. I'm going to have uh content on my site that's not anti-semitic anymore because i realize like my store is in the middle of like a jewish neighborhood right i would be like you know what like okay i get what you're doing but like i'll take it and this i'm just speaking for me personally i cannot speak for anybody else like because at least now that like that bad stuff is out and a better better dialogue is in and maybe somebody else will see the like oh they're doing that okay that does make sense that is the right thing to do i'm gonna do that too so I'm kind yeah, of optimistic it, like that, I guess. It sort of paves the way, doesn't it? And makes things um, common or like common practice or the norm, I suppose. Yeah, it becomes normative. That's a good word. It becomes yeah, normative. Yeah, yeah. Because um, another example of this is pronouns, right? Um, so making that, um, so something else that I always suggest doing for the, um, when being an ally is that if you have, um about pages and you've got bios on like your team members so I don't know you normally get that for marketing agencies don't you and and stuff like that um so don't ever assume what someone's pronouns are um so when you are gathering information like their likes their dislikes a bit of history qualification like whatever you're putting 
make sure that you ask what their pronouns are as well um and yeah use your pronouns so i use my pronouns in my social media headers i use my pronouns in my um email signature and it sort of relates back to what you're saying because again it's another example of making something the norm yeah. and making something less awkward for so if if it's yeah if if it's the society norm to ask oh how do you like to be addressed then it's less awkward for a person then to if they do get addressed in the wrong way it's less awkward for them to be like oh actually right yeah um and <laughs> it's the cool so within captivate for example we have a guest booking tool and um when people are filling in their details um we you can like you can ask what people's pronouns are and that is awesome because cool. how many times do you um introduce a guest to the show and you have to use yes. pronouns right? right um it's not very common knowledge is it before an interview to be like oh how do you like to be addressed first do you know what i mean it's you just really go straight point. into it whereas and it's just thinking like that and um yeah making things great, the norm great point actually it's such a good point. And because I have to go to a meeting, this is how this podcast rolls. Where can people find you? Awesome. So the easiest way is I am on Twitter. Uh, so I set my handle up as Sarah MCD UK because, you know, Sarah McDowell UK. Uh, but my friend said it does also spell out Sarah McDuck. So there you go. Oh, I never realized that. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> there you go. Ducktails fan, aren't you? Uh, I, it just, yes. Yes. Just say yes. Is yes the right yes. answer? Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm on there. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, search for Sarah McDowell and also my podcast. Um, so if you search the SEO mindset, um, we've also got a, a Twitter handle as well. Um, and also we set up a, a podcasting community. Can I quickly That's say right. about that? Yes. Yeah. Um, it. so it's a completely free um, community for all types of podcasters those yet to launch newbies those that have been doing it for a while um, but yeah we just wanted to create a community where people can meet other podcasters learn ask questions uh, it's called the West Midlands Podcasting Club you don't have to be from the UK and you don't have nice. to be from the I'm West part Midlands. of it I'm not from the UK so it's just if we ever have in-person events that's where they'll be but we have um, online events um, so we have monthly meetups and they're online and we have an online Slack community as well. Um, and our first official meetup is Thursday, the 8th of June at 6.30 GMT. But this, I don't know, this probably it might not gone be, out. It might not be, if it, if it is, you've got some signups, hopefully. There if we it's go. not, do we it, have do FOMO. It. Do you know what? Just yeah, join the community. Join the community because it's completely free. Um, and yeah, you can get involved in our monthly events. And when we're not meeting online, there is a Slack community to ask questions, anything about podcasting, because like SEO, if you do a podcast on your own, it can be quite lonely, can't it? Agreed. So, yeah. Agreed. With that, thank you so much for joining us. To my dear audience, where can you find the SEO Rant? Look for it at the SEORant.com, at SEORant on Twitter. Such a part of my sound cover, a great, mediocre, terrible podcast are found. We are there. Episodes come out every other weekish on Thursdays or Fridays. So make sure to subscribe, sir. Thank you again so much for coming on and sharing. I've had a wonderful time. Thank you so much for letting me. It's been a really good conversation, a really important one. So thank you the, very much for allowing this to happen. The pleasure is all ours. And to my audience, Toodles. <laughs>